Hi, and thank you so very much. Well, as I said in my brief intro, I'm an author of lots of different types of books, and I love being able to actually teach people something, even if what I'm sharing is fiction. So there's a lot of times little nuggets of helpful knowledge that somebody could glean from my work. What I'm going to read is from They All Died Smiling, which is my paranormal novel, and it is available in print, in ebook, and in audible audio. And I will say the reader who does the audible is just fantastic. She really brought my Cassidy to life in a very great way. But tonight you're going to hear me read from this. And this is a paranormal book. And as we begin in this segment, Cassidy is making her what she thinks will be a typical commute home from work. At every stop, people anxious to get on the train crowded the platform, leaving little room for those exiting. Just another typical commute. I considered opening the novel, waiting patiently in my bag, but too many thoughts fought for attention, so I decided on people watching. A headline in the newspaper the guy across from me held caught my attention. I surrender all in Chicago tonight. Well now, that should have had quotes around the first three words, I surrender all. Must be the name of a Christian band or ministry group. A lump clogged my throat. Pa's favorite song. First time in years I thought of him. As the subway train sped along, the song played unbidden in my mind. A tear welled in the corner of my eye. Time to give up people watching. I dug in my purse for the novel and pretended to read through the watery veil, poised at the brink of my lashes. What was the matter with me today? Why was I thinking of Pa? The doors opened at the next stop, and a chill shivered my spine. Then my hands got hot and tingly. Oh no, no, not this again. My own personal alert system hadn't gone off since my pa kicked me out. Please, not again. I can't. A passenger brushed past me and plopped heavily into the empty seat beside me. I took in his details in a glance, automatically using the skills being a busybody turned rider had honed. He looked like so many other men wearing a suit, Windblown hair, like everyone else in Chicago. Tie askew, hollow eyes. Slouching in his seat, but one detail made me want to get off the train as fast as possible. I could catch the next one heading my way in a few minutes. I dashed to the exit. Too late. The door smacked shut right in front of my nose, mocking me. That rude old train squealed and lurched into action. I resisted the urge to rub my burning, tingling hands against my legs. Nothing I did would stop that sensation. I instead gripped the pole so I wouldn't fall as the train rocked and rushed along the track. Did I really see a creature attached to him? I glanced over at the man again to be sure. Yep, I did. A wave of nausea rolled in my stomach. 
A pair of hard black eyes stared at me from the nasty thing. The shiny red snake-like being on the man's shoulder pulled needle-sharp fangs out of the back of his neck and leaned toward me. I would bet nobody else saw it, but I felt sure it knew I could see it. I averted my eyes, but the man must have caught me looking at him. Both he and the serpent stared at me. I looked up and smiled, hoping a compliment would excuse my gaze. Quick, quick, think of something nice to say. Um, a nice suit. It's a rich gray, not all bland like most of them. I sounded like an idiot. Not creative at all, but evidently the best I could do at that awkward moment. He gave me a perplexed look and mumbled thanks as he unfolded the Chicago Tribune and started reading. Was he aware of the creature attached to him sucking out his life energy? Probably not, or he might have recognized that I could see it. The glossy red serpent coiled into a spiral and fixed its gaze on me. My ears rang, my heart beat as if I had to forcibly pull the blood into and through its four chambers and then shove it onward through the rest of me. All around me, the cranky, tired, despondent passengers read, talked, or stared out the window, oblivious to the creature I alone could see. I knew what it meant. What should I do? Why was this happening again? What had I ever done to deserve this accursed so-called gift?